We are glad you could join us today for the Concepts of Faith broadcast. This program is dedicated to teach you how to put the Word of God to work so that it will make a positive difference in the everyday circumstances of your life. And now, here's Charles Caps. God will allow anything that you will allow. See, it's not God's responsibility. See, take it back to Genesis where God told Adam not to eat of the tree of the knowledge of blessing and calamity or good and evil. Well, now that had to be the will of God that he not eat of it because he said don't do it. Couldn't have been the will of God that God wanted him to eat of it because he said don't do it. But he did do it, didn't he? Well, now did God allow it? No, not in the sense that most people believe it. You see, God didn't allow it because God did everything in his power to stop him from doing it when he said, don't do it. See, that's as far as God could go. It wasn't God's responsibility to stop him from doing it. Now, if you're saying it in the sense that God didn't come in there and physically stop him from eating of the fruit, then you're right. But you see, that's not the sense we're talking about. God had to allow whatever Adam would allow. Wasn't God's will for Eve to be deceived by the serpent. But Adam allowed the serpent to deceive Eve, so Eve was deceived. See, it wasn't God's responsibility. And many of the things that come to you in life, you think it's God's responsibility when it's not His responsibility at all. He told you in His Word to resist the devil, He'll flee from you. And when you allow these things to come, sometimes through unforgiveness, gets you over in the devil's territory, then the devil brings the curse on you. And you wonder why God allowed it. God didn't have a thing to do with it. You just got over in the devil's territory. The trials of life, many times people say, well, you know, the trials of life are sent to perfect you. Now, I've heard that from the time I was knee high, I guess. Never did believe it. Still don't believe it. Because it's not what the Bible says. No, the trials of life are not designed to make you stronger and to just, you know, make you more like Jesus. They're designed of Satan to destroy you. Let's go to Ephesians, the fourth chapter. And let's notice what the Apostle Paul said concerning the perfecting of the saints. Now, I heard an individual preaching over television. And he made the statement that everything that happens to you in life is God's will for you. Now, you know, if that were true, then there would be no reason for us to resist the devil, would there? If everything that came to us in life was God's will, why in the world would he say, submit yourself to God, resist the devil, and he'll flee from it? If it was God's will for that to come on you, why would you want to resist it? See, there would be no need of resisting at all. There would be no need of praying if it was God's will that everything that happened to you in life come to you. Let's see what the Word said about it in Ephesians 4.11. He said, He gave some, talking about Jesus, let's go back to verse 10. He that descended is the same which also ascended far above all heavens, that he might fill all things. He gave some apostles, some prophets, some evangelists, some pastors and teachers for the perfecting of the saints for the work of the ministry, for the edifying of the body of Christ, till we all come to the unity of the faith and of the knowledge of the Son of God unto a perfect man, unto the measure of the statue of the fullness of Christ. 
Now, this is what Paul says, why the fivefold ministry was given was to perfect the saints. Now, listen what the fivefold ministry was. It was apostles, prophets, evangelists, pastors, and teachers for the perfecting of the saints. Now, nowhere in there did I read that he gave some trials and tests, problems of life, to perfect the saints. It's not there. It's not in the New Testament. It is not truth, but yet many people believe that. Now, see, if it were true, and I've heard people say this, well, you know, the trials and the troubles of life are sent to us to make us more like Jesus and to perfect our faith. Is there any of you that have not had any trials and tests? If trials and tests and problems of life was going to perfect you, we'd all be perfect. And, brother, I'm here to tell you, we're not all perfect yet (laughs) by a long shot. If it were true, now let's just say it were true, that sickness and disease, you see, you've heard people say this, well, you know, sometimes God makes you sick to teach you something. I've heard it and you've heard it too. Somebody said, well, God gave me cancer so I would, you know, learn something from it. And it's a blessing from God. Well, if cancer was a blessing from God, we ought to pray that everybody would have three of them. But you know that's not true. It's a curse. It's of the devil. Sickness and disease came after Satan came in the earth. The Bible said there be none when he leaves the earth. So that's where it came from. It's not a blessing from God. It's a curse. Satan brought it. Not God's will. But now let's just say if it were true that these things were to perfect the church. Then you see, I'm operating in one of the fivefold ministries as a teacher. That's where I primarily operate, as a teacher. Then when I come into town in any city to hold a seminar, then they should have had posters printed up and tacked out on the streets, you know, and in the newspaper advertising and say that Charles Capps is coming, that he's operating in the fivefold ministry as a teacher. He's going to give some cancer, some athlete's foot, some lung disease, and some, you know, some other disease for the perfecting of the saints, and some marriage problems to perfect the saints. Well, now, if these things perfected the saints, then that's what we ought to advertise. But you see, it didn't say that. The Bible said that the fivefold ministry perfected the saints. Well, what is the fivefold ministry doing? They're sure not handing out disease and sickness and problems. They're preaching the Word. They should be preaching the Word. Now, see, sometimes you have to pull something out to where you can see what it's really made out of. No, sickness and disease and all these things are not perfecting you. And as soon as you can get that indelibly imprinted in your mind, you'll be closer to praying the prayer of faith concerning these matters. Because God wants you well, He wants you healed. The source of trials and temptation and tests and the problems of life come from the devil. Now, you can believe it or you cannot believe it, but Jesus gave us some insight into it in several places. One place was in the sixth chapter of Matthew, where Jesus teaching his disciples to pray. See, we talked about the first part of this. We didn't get down to this, but he says, further on down, he said, lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. 
In other words, don't lead us in any way that we'd be tempted, tested, or tried. Now, see, this word temptation here is the same Greek word that's translated test and try throughout the Bible. So Jesus is saying, pray that you won't be led in a way that you'd be tempted, tested, or tried. Now, somebody said, well, God's trying your faith. You better think that through, too. The Bible said Jesus is the author and the finisher of your faith. Now, if he authored it, and he's the one that finishes it, don't you know that he knows whether it'll work or not? Why in the world would he need to try it? No, I'll tell you who's trying your faith. The devil's trying your faith. You hear people say all kinds of things, and it's no wonder that the world is confused because the devil is confused. And the devil confuses people. And the church is confused, and that's why many of the people of the church are confused. You hear all kinds of things, like you see a tornado come through a town, and you'll see headlines in the newspaper. God visited our town last night. No, the devil visited your town last night, and God got the blame for it. Now, you see, this kind of thinking comes from the Old Testament where that the people of the Old Covenant, because they were not taught much about the devil, in fact, very little that God ever revealed in the Old Covenant about the devil, because there was no power under the Old Covenant to resist the devil. There's no place in the Old Testament that says, resist the devil and he'll flee from you. So God didn't tell people a whole lot about him. If they walked under the umbrella of his word, then they were protected from the devil. If they got out from under it, then the curses hit them in the face. And they were cursed coming in, going out, and all of the other places. But you see, because people have picked that up under the old covenant, and some people still think that way, especially religious people. And when something bad comes, they blame it on God and say, they try to figure out what God's trying to teach us with this tornado, or this flood, or this great disaster. I remember several years ago, there was a plant in Arkansas that lightning struck it and the plant exploded, killed several people. Well, in the paper it came out the next day that an act of God kills, I forget how many people. Well, now, you know, that was not an act of God. That was an act of the devil. You see, that's the way people believed under the Old Covenant. That's why Job said what he did. Job said, the Lord hath given and the Lord hath taken away. Blessed be the name of the Lord. But you see, you and I can read the first chapter of Job and find out that the Lord didn't do it at all. It was the devil that did it. But Job couldn't read that. He didn't know. He didn't know any better. I saw a bumper sticker the other day that actually was more accurate than what Job said. It said, The Lord giveth, and Uncle Sam taketh away. <laughs> so that's more accurate than what Job said. Thank you so much for joining us for the Concepts of Faith broadcast today. Now, our offer all this week, this is the last day for the CD offer number 7115, How to Pray Scripturally. A single CD for $8 plus $3 postage and handling, total of $11. You know, I've realized that there are so many people, because we get letters asking how to pray scripturally. Well, Jesus gives us the answer through the scriptures. Just read the red and do what he said. He that asketh receiveth, he that seeketh findeth, to him that knocketh it shall be opened to him. Everyone that asketh receiveth. Well, somebody said, I asked, but I didn't receive. Well, you see, you have to ask in faith. 
Faith is what makes prayer work. Prayer doesn't make faith work. And if you can get people to understand that you need to meditate the Word, confess the Word until you have faith in the promise of God, then you pray and release that faith in your prayer. Don't be like the apostles. They said to the Lord, Lord, increase our faith. Well, there's not one scripture in the Bible that says if you ask God or the Lord that he'll increase your faith. No, faith cometh by hearing and hearing and hearing the word of God. So faith is resident in the word. The way you get it inside you, the apostle Paul tells you in Romans the 10th chapter, he said the word is nigh thee. What word? The word of promise. It is close to you as getting it in your mouth and speaking it into your heart. It's first in your mouth, then it's in your heart. You confess the promise of God until faith comes. Then you can pray scripturally. The prayer of faith shall save the sick, James says, and the Lord shall raise them up. Well, if the prayer of faith shall save the sick, it looks like the prayer of doubt might destroy the sick. So we don't want to do that. We want to pray scripturally. That's offer number 7115, a single CD for $8 plus $3 postage and handling, total of $11. How to Pray Scripturally. We have a toll-free order line, 1-877-396-9400. 1-877-396-9400. Until Monday, this is Charles Capps reminding you the enemy is defeated, God is exalted, and yes, Jesus is coming soon. To order the product offered today, call 1-877-396-9400 or write Charles Capps. P.O. Box 69, England, Arkansas, 72046. A complete list of CDs, books, and DVDs are available online at charlescaps.com. Through the website, you can listen to this radio program again and subscribe to our podcast. This broadcast is sponsored by Charles Caps Ministries and our listeners in this area.